So what was the responsorial psalm today? You remember what it was? We, how quickly we forget, right? <laughs> Let the Lord enter. He is the King of glory. Let the Lord enter. And, and I think what the psalm is encouraging us is let the Lord enter us. So that's our prayer today. I would encourage that to be your prayer today. Let the Lord enter. Mary is approached by the angel. And uh, obviously there's some fear. And this theme that I like to highlight and cultivate is uh, of the Advent season. Over and over again, we hear, do not be afraid, do not be afraid, do not be afraid. And we really need to hear that. We really, really, really need to let that sink in. Do not be afraid. I mean, do we believe that God's hand is at work? Do we believe that he, he is bringing about the salvation of, of, of the world? That he's calling us and that he's providing us the grace that, that God really is the, the, the Lord of history. We can choose to be on his side or not, but we should not be afraid. Do not be afraid, Mary. Let the Lord enter. This is essentially what the angel Gabriel is going to say. Let the Lord enter. You shall conceive in your womb and bear a son. Let the Lord enter. Now, he's not, the Lord is not going to enter into us that way. But by the grace of the Holy Spirit, by the power of, uh, of the church's ministry, we receive the grace of the sacraments, the Holy Eucharist in particular. And Christ is as present in us as he is in the Blessed Mother. Through the gift of the Holy Eucharist, let the Lord enter. I want to highlight uh, two things, or, or one thing that happens twice in the, in the gospel. Um, to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David. Did you get that? The house of David. And then a little bit later, um, we hear about the house of David again. A little, um, and the Lord God will give him the throne of David his father. And he will rule over the house of Jacob, Jacob, David, these, these patriarchs in the church, right? And in the first reading today, which is there's a little bit of, um, it's a bit puzzling because we have the Lord speaks to Ahaz and tells Ahaz to ask for a sign. And Ahaz in his piety says, oh, I won't ask for any signs, right? We're for, uh, hopefully we're familiar with this. And... Uh, but that's because Ahaz does not trust in God. And Ahaz has already made an alliance with a pagan king to try to get his way. Ahaz's wife is Jezebel. Ahaz was a horrible leader. He was a horrible, horrible, cowardly, murderous leader. And he was the leader of the house of David. How does that happen? It does. And this is why 
the nation of Israel was in such trouble, they had horrible leadership over and over and over again. You know, right from King David, the house of David, Solomon went off the deep end. The nation was divided. Solomon's sons divided the kingdom. They were horrible kings. And we have a whole series of horrible leaders. And Ahaz is probably the worst of all. So Ahaz, ask for a sign. Oh, I won't ask. And then Isaiah says, oh, house of David, is it not enough for you to weary men? Must you also weary God? Because Isaiah knew Ahaz was a liar. And Ahaz knew Ahaz was a liar. But Ahaz was blinded. Let the Lord in. That we might see, right? Do not be afraid. God's in charge. Even when we have bad leadership, God's in charge. Do not be afraid, right? It's challenging, it's difficult. We don't always see like we wanna see. Mary says, how is this gonna happen? We might feel the same way, right? How's it all gonna turn out okay? Let the Lord in. Let the Lord in. Mary said, behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me. And so we receive the grace and we carry on and we trust that the light is coming into the darkness.